happy 2023 to all of our favorite Crime in the Coalfields listeners. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Izzy Post. And I'm Harper Imch. And we have a special unscripted version of this podcast extra coming. Extra special. Extra special coming to you today. Of course, this podcast is presented to you by 59 News. It's an exclusive podcast and it's sponsored by Rose and Questenberry Funeral Chapels. We want to thank them for sponsoring us all through season mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to kind of take a little short episode today. It's very short and reflect a little bit on season one. You know, Harper and I kind of came into this. In the springtime of last year, and we've been coming to you every other Tuesday, and uh, we want to take a look back at some of our favorite cases from 2022. Yes, a little bit of a retrospective, if you will. We're going to look back, and we're going to talk about some of the cases that maybe were the most interesting to us, were the most surprising to us, various details about all of the cases that we have covered here on Crime in the Coalfields during the course of Season 1. How would you like to relieve the emotional and financial burden off of those you love? Express your own wishes and avoid conflicts among family members. Call Sandy Evans at Rosenquist and Barry today. So uh, let's just go ahead and dive right on in, Harper. We've covered a lot of cases. There are plenty of cases to cover. We've had a lot of people help us throughout this, whether it be county prosecuting attorneys, whether it be ghost hunters and ghost (laughs) chasers. So we obviously want to give them a big shout out. And a huge shout out to all of our listeners. Yes. We've had, you know, plenty of requests from you guys, plenty of of suggestions and pieces of information and, and, and many that we haven't gotten to yet. Yes. Um, and many that we plan to get to. And we'll talk about that next episode. But we came to this and started with Charlie Boone. And that was an interesting case, especially starting into it. The guy was strangled with a suit jacket. It's crazy. And so what a way to enter into our, our, our Crime the Coalfields experience. Notorious and bizarre cases yes. here of Appalachia. A couple of ones that stand out to me specifically is the Alex Carter case. Uh, we worked I was very say that one. Yeah. We worked very closely with the FBI on that. That was about a, a month-long process getting everything together for that one. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a behind-the-scenes there. We were, I think that whole month of that episode, we were in contact with the FBI. And we, you know, it's a small piece, a segment of the actual episode. And of course... They have things that they are required to kind of say, especially when you have an ongoing investigation, which it still is, especially so recently. Like it was just kind of opened up and they were working on it when we talked to them. Right. And that actually struck a chord with me because I've now been here at 59 News and in Southern West Virginia for about a year and a half now. And one of the first stories that I covered here when I was reporting before I became an anchor was the reopening of that case with the FBI and the FBI announcing they were reopening that case. Yeah. So it's, it very much struck a chord with me because it, it's been with me my entire time here. I know this case is, dates much previous to, to yeah. my time here, but for me, I've kind of been following it ever since I've gotten here. Yeah, I, I liked being able to delve into that story and try to analyze what could have happened because it is still a very current case. Yeah. We had the awesome opportunity to also speak to Alex Carter's father, and he misses her to this very day. And I hope that he finds her, that, yeah. that they are able to reach closure. And, and that episode, I hope, can help put more steps into that process. Absolutely. That's, that's what I hope more than anything. He is a broken man, and it, and it is... I couldn't imagine being broken for that long. And that's one of the hard parts about doing these stories is we yeah. is we 
talk to and and rehash some of the worst days of people's lives and and it's painful for them to see them relive that and it affects it affects us as reporters and journalists but we do it with the hope of maybe we will find an answer and maybe yeah. we will bring light to this case and maybe someone out there does know something and feels compelled to speak up because of our work yeah and and it's tough here in this state because we don't always have access to the best of resources we don't always have the best infrastructure for cases like this. You know, we're not in a large metropolitan area. So sometimes I think probably a lot of people, a lot of you listening, might have the fear that these cases could just disappear. If we can just put the story out there, the story is not going to be forgotten. And as long as it's not forgotten, there's a chance that somebody will remember it, that it could be solved because somebody remembers Absolutely. That's, that's, I think that resonates with both of us. And that's why when we were asked to take on this project, we jumped in head first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Deep into the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Sink or swim. Yeah. Another couple of episodes that I really thoroughly enjoyed because they were different were when we had our friend Scott Worley on. Anytime we had Scott on, specifically, we did Ghosts of Southern West Virginia on Halloween and the Mad Butcher of Fayette County, the serial killer back in the 60s. Or serial killers, we never know. Imitation, you yeah. know, copycat, we don't know. We don't yeah. know. But Scott is just a well of information when it comes to the supernatural and the creepy and the macabre. Yeah, I could listen to Scott Worley talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really could. He he is super great to talk to. We we came into some of those episodes with basically just a hope and a and a wish, and we we're like Scott. Tell us more about this because we know the bare bones, but what do you... And he came with a binder. He came with <laughs> he a did. binder full of just information for the Mad Butcher. I mean, I wish I could put the picture in your head more accurately for, for the audience of just how prepared he was for especially the Mad Butcher episode. And it, it's just... It, it's a great episode. It's one of the popular ones, one of the most favorites of, of you guys, the listeners, and... So I definitely think that we need to dive more into serial killers. West Virginia doesn't have a lot, but maybe we could do some some others as well in the future. But I liked that. Yeah. Um, and I love talking to him for the ghosts as well. Awesome stuff. And and most of you guys asked for ghost episodes. So we, we have heard you. We will return to the ghosts at some point. We're, we're, we're working on it. Ghosts are hard to find, you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes time. Another speaking of having features, I will be the first to admit I knew the podcast craze, but I was never on board with it until I started hosting Crime in the Coalfields. And now I listen to podcasts weekly, and the podcast community is, is a very small one, and we all like to help each other out. And so when we covered the case of Marsha Ferber, and we brought in uh, the Zellemeyers, who, who really took a huge deep dive into that case. That was awesome. They were incredible because we were just like, hey, we're a podcast trying to do the same thing. And they welcomed us with open arms. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Jamie and I still talk to this day. Yeah, we weren't even super sure that they were going to. I remember being like, well, I would love to reach out to these people. This case is very interesting. I had read about it. And I just didn't know. I was really unsure that they would even really be interested because it, you know, you don't know if they want to rehash the same topics and kind of contribute to our podcast and us contribute to them. You never know about that cooperation, but they were very gung ho and that they were really, really great to work with. Honestly, a lot of the people we've worked with on the podcast, investigators, ghost hunters, people who are interested like the Zeller Myers. They've been awesome to work with. Really great people. Absolutely. Those are some of my favorite cases. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I could go on and on. 
like I said, I've I've had lots of help from, uh, you know, I want to give a special shout out to Raleigh County Prosecuting Attorney Ben Hatfield. He, I've come knocking on his door more times than I think I could count just saying, please help me. You know, what what can you share with the with FOIA? What what is available for me to use? And, and he anytime I come knocking on his door, he's he's always prepared. So he's he's bailed me out more than once this season, bailed both of us out. So yeah, been able to get us some um, some really good information. Very about these good cases. information. So we have to, you know, again, everybody that we have called upon to help us has always been there. And that's been wonderful this season one. Yeah. Another piece of, of some of these episodes that we've done that I have really enjoyed the experience of was when we did Fame Cooper was this way, as well as the Huntington Prom Night murders case, which we then did the follow-up on, on Megan Poston. And the reason for both of those was we had actually, I'm pretty sure we recorded Fame Cooper's episode earlier. And we couldn't get the interview until later. We couldn't get the interview until later, so I think we did something else in its stead and then moved it back. But either way, reaching out to those family members, like you said earlier, dredging up some terrible memories, some of the worst memories of their lives, but just how willing they were to talk to us about it and how kind that they were. And I I really appreciate them and their understanding, especially, you know, in the case of of Megan Poston's mom coming to us after we'd already done the episode and saying, you know, hey, I I wanted to just talk about it as well. And we we are all for that. Right. And and I I hope that our message, I mean, you and I, and hopefully it comes across in the podcast too, we, we know that this is not fun for them to do. And, and we, we want to give them that sense of hope that maybe us working together and us trying to bring light to these cases again will bring closure and bring peace. And so the fact that they're so willing to do it, to work with us, it's got to be a difficult decision for them to make and not an easy task. And, and it's something that I, for sure, whether it be here on the podcast or whether I be out reporting in the field, I don't take that for granted yeah. because I know how difficult it is and not diving too deep in it, but I've been on the other side in my life as well. So I understand I'm empathetic to them. So I, it's something that I never, ever take lightly with my job when handling stories like that. Yeah. And, and this is not, it's not a light podcast. It's, it's a dark, it's a dark sort of podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, we're doing true crime and, you know, we might not do it the same way that everybody else does it or the same way that some other people do it, but we try to bring hope. We try to bring light to these cases. We just try to get the facts out there and get the story right and not necessarily make too many opinions one way or the other. It's been a lot of fun. Cram the Coalfield season one was something and I look forward to what we have in store for season two. We have some cool stuff. Absolutely. And uh, that's what we're going to come up in next episode and a week and a half another Tuesday. So be sure to stay tuned yes. for that. We're going to dive into kind of what we're thinking, looking ahead to season two, a little a little taster, if you will, of what we've got lined up for you guys for season two. And of course, this is an exclusive podcast presented by 59 News, sponsored by Rosenquest and Berry Funeral Chapels.